Welcome, everybody, to the Resilient Podcast. My name is Neil Tan, and I'm your host today. We've got a great guest today, Ivan Lau from Pantheon Lab. Welcome, Ivan, to the podcast. Yeah. Hey. Thank you so much for coming in. No problem. Yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, why don't we just uh, kick it off with like a quick introduction of yourself and uh, talk a little bit about uh, Pantheon. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so my name is Ivan. I'm the uh, co-founder and CEO of Pantheon Lab. So we started this about uh, four years ago. Uh, so before that, I was in Malaysia for another uh, venture, uh, which I, I've done that for about four years too, three and a half and four years. Right. And before that, I was, I was actually in Hong Kong for another uh, startup. I think that was my really first uh, startup. Um, so it was all together about uh, 10, 11 years. Um, before that, I was, uh, I was an engineer, a uh, software engineer in, uh, back in Canada. I have done uh, two pretty interesting companies, uh, SAP, and, uh, and then another one was in rail signaling. So yeah, and yeah. But you're originally from Hong Kong. Right? Yeah, I, okay. I, I was born in Hong Kong, right. and um, but I was I went to Canada when I was in grade nine. Okay. Yeah, then just stick stay there for like fifteen plus years. Fifteen or, plus years. Or, okay. Or I right. forgot. Yeah, 18, right. Right. Yeah, something eighteen like plus that. years. Right. You don't yeah. have to date yourself. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. but yeah, no, that's cool. So you've had you you basically had different. Uh, You've you've had your career in different locations. You've also been in different industries and so forth. So, you know, I guess uh, maybe tell us a little bit about Pantheon. I mean, you know, the the AI boom is here, right? So yeah, yeah. it's it's massive. Right? Yeah. So uh, we started that back uh, when we first started it. It was there was nobody talked about AI, especially the generative AI. I think that wasn't even a word if, if, I, if I may say, right? Uh, we were kind of struggling uh, of uh, where or what, how to define ourselves, right? Because mm -hmm. we were in, we know we are in deep learning. Sure. Uh, we wanted to build uh, that text to video uh, generator mm -hmm. uh, back in the days when it was a little bit too harsh. Uh, um, but now I think everybody uh, see that's coming. Mm -hmm. um, Back in the days, uh, we were uh, trying to focus on uh, targeting uh, the digital marketing industry, okay. uh, where we see there's a pain point from uh, one of our angels uh, who's actually deeply in the space. Uh, like he, he's been telling us like how difficult it is to to manage even a full, uh, video shoot, right? Right. Um, right. For say for a little marketing campaign. Sure. Uh, for a brand, uh, you can kind of gather like ten plus or fifteen uh, people crew to you know shoot it in one day right. or two days, and then you do the processing right. for another week. Oh, and then wow, that's a that's a lot of work. So we were thinking, how could we automate that, or how could we uh, use AI to um, to get this uh, um, to make this easier? So that's how we started the whole thing and right. and then we soon realized how difficult uh back in the days when uh the technology wasn't even really ready for it mm. so we we took baby steps so we we had a r d team uh doing our own research and then we um we slowly progressed uh with 
you know, with what we can, right? Like the, the limited resources and stuff. So, so we start building uh, our first uh, digital human, um, I think two years ago. Two so, years, so 21. Yeah, 2021. And, right. And then we kind of made a, a small debut, uh, you, know, uh, you know, like uh, uh, I, I think the, the Science Park uh, CEO kind of helped us to did a post on, right. on his LinkedIn. So right. we not, no one was expecting anything, but sure. uh, it turned out that uh, post about uh, how the future of uh, digital human will be. Right. Uh, became so viral right. uh, and it got I think to date we kind of lost count already but uh, as at the last check it was about 12 million views globally Lord, so uh, it kind of helped us <laughs> to you know uh, make a name out uh, right. in this space and you right. know. I think I watched it a bunch of different times so I probably contributed to that 12 million but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I could I was like yeah. you know how could this be you know a virtual person, right? A virtual human. It's yeah. like it's so realistic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it was, uh, it was, it meant, uh, like, mind you, it was two years ago when right. when we first uh, done this, and and it was, yes, it was quite uh, impressive. Right, of course, right. nowadays I I think there's a lot of uh, uh, similar uh, uh, you know technologies coming out, even better ones. So you know, it, you know, it's always that catch up game, right? If you know, sure. like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you kind of look at the technology, and it's always advancing and um, progressing. So I'm sure there's like significant improvements inside of the space, right? So yeah, um, what sort of uh, use cases have you come across, or are you working on? in this space that, yeah. uh, you know, people can just kind of understand how virtual humans can be applied inside of their businesses or inside mm. of their lives. Right? Yeah, so uh, I think we were lucky. I think uh, uh, very fortunate that uh, we started a little bit early than a lot of uh, uh, Gen AI startups. So we had that uh, little reputation. So people uh, start to approach us when uh, the whole Gen AI boom uh, came out. So, uh, you know, looking back, right, 2023, how we could see it is that uh, in Q1 2023, everybody was so hyped about, you know, the chat GPT and, you know, the future of, uh, you know, all these possibilities. Um, but in Q2, we, we can't see that, uh, that the hype went down a little bit, and but it's a good thing. People start to be a little bit more, um, you know, it's a real reality check, right? Like people mm. were like, oh yeah, so what can we do actually uh, yeah. for the businesses or for the daily lives and stuff? And and uh, so people start uh, engaging us uh, to say, hey, you know, like you guys were in the space for a while, uh, you know, can you recommend, say, for a certain industry, how we could uh, deploy Gen AI, um, or as, especially with digital human, right? So, um, uh, so in Q3, we start signing up uh, contracts, uh, signing up like uh, with companies, uh, and you know, um, to to deploy uh, our 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 service is basically uh, using uh, digital human. Uh, to become that assistant uh, for mm. your brand for um, for different uh, services. Uh, for example, uh, we, we, we are in a few verticals. Uh, first of all was the uh, public service. So um, you, you might see it in uh, some airport, uh, metro station, mm. bus station, 
to do that a little as easy as simple wayfinding. Like where is the toilet uh, right. in the station? Uh, right. How do I go uh, from point station A to B? And how long will it take? How much will it take? And and um, and then of course we could also handle some emergency cases uh, with real human uh, like connected uh, to the call center and stuff. Uh, oh, right. So. Um, uh, and then uh, when we are talking about... How does about, that work? I'm just curious. How, yeah. do, how would like an emergency... Let's say somebody has a heart attack yeah, yeah, on yeah. MTR. I mean, hypothetically. Not MTR, but the train. <laughs> Let's say the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, right, right. Like, so, what happens in that scenario? So in that scenario, uh, you could be talking... You would be, could, could be yelling, say, help. Like, you know, some, somebody just fell down and, and sure. stuff. Um, so uh, automatically, uh, the, the so-called uh, NLP would detect it that... Uh, uh, oh, this this should be uh, directed to to the call center, and then uh, the call center will quickly pick it up, right. and then uh, you know do that uh, assistance. Um, uh, well, call that um, where wherever you are, like station A, like okay, send somebody in station A to help out immediately. So right, yeah, right. very cool. Mm. Okay, so it's integrated inside of the subway systems call centers. Yeah, in that type of interaction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we see a lot of uh, uh, these uh, integrations sure. uh, happening, not just in uh, you know the transportation. It could be in uh, in the restaurants. Uh, you know, integrating that into their um, ordering system, for example. Like, um, uh, I'm pretty sure you, you you could get you could be quite tired. It's quite tiring to keep using that ordering kiosk at mm. some restaurants and. Right. And how do you make the you know user experience better? Is you know of course having a human would be the best, but what what's the next alternative if you don't have enough people? Right. Uh, can you do a digital human ordering uh, for you, recommending for you? Mm. Um, so uh, these are some of the things that uh, we we see, and uh, we are working uh, with um, pretty good brands, uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, clients or partners of us, uh, uh, of ours, to to you know, to launch these. Of course, uh, uh, I think this. I think twenty twenty three is 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 like the year of the whole um, foundation being built. Uh, I would think next year is actually uh, the year that you will see a lot of these AI solutions coming out. Right, yeah. right. So it's been basically trying to build up and then, you know, create these different key pillars. Yeah. Maybe ones inside of, whether it's transportation or however you want to call it, mm. or, and another mm. one is inside of uh, food and beverage. And then, you know, maybe there's financial services mm. is another area. I mm. mean, different applications. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we see a lot of uh, use cases in a lot of uh, verticals. Yeah. Like you said, the fi financial, um, I mean, we could be talking to uh, insurance companies um, recommending, right. um, you know, the, the right policies for you. Mm. Uh, we, I, I think from what we've learned, we cannot direct sell like with, without a, a license right, 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 uh, because these digital yeah. humans don't have a license. But right. we, could, we could suggest we could uh, give you a little bit more information sure. about that. Yeah. 
So, so actually, that's an interesting question. It's like, yeah, the individual, it's usually licensed by the individual. The individual has to take an exam to get licensed and so forth. I mean, you can't have a virtual human doing that. So how do you bridge that? It's more of introducing a number of different options versus like, here, this is the one that's for you. Right, right. right. So, so basically direct it. And the next thing we do is we, we will channel it back to, you know, uh, uh, the physical agents, uh, mm. human agents, right. to follow up. Got it. Yeah, yeah. And then they will make a specific recommendation based on that person's profile. Yeah, yeah. But with uh, with the virtual humans already, yeah, giving them sort of like a short list, like a know. screening. It yeah. saves each other's time, right? I think right. At the same time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that uh, eventually? I mean, that's probably one of the highest touch industries in financial services is insurance, right? Because well, maybe maybe whether it's a Hong Kong thing, but there's a lot of agents yeah. that are you know uh, providing yeah. that type of service. Do you see see this kind of virtual human kind of eventually replacing these people, or I mean, in some ways that's already happening. And like, let's say, you know, when you want to go and buy travel insurance, it's already mm. kind of eliminated the uh, sort of the agents. The, yeah. yeah, the agent. Do you see this kind of evolving even beyond that to other uh, products and things like that? I, I do see uh, it, it, it can happen. Uh, I, I think what's stopping uh, really is about the, the, reg, uh, the regulations and uh, set within the industry. That's, uh, that's a huge block, I think. Mm. Uh, it, it, well, not just repl you know, not replacing. I think replacing is a, is a very sensitive right. word. Right. Uh, but uh, what, what we have been building is actually uh, filling the gap. Uh, of the the of the talent mismatch or the talent shortage, uh, where uh, well we haven't you know ventured into the the insurance space yet, uh, because I think that's also uh, why uh, why um, because there's so there's an abundance of agents, uh, mm -hmm. especially in Hong Kong, the, uh, serving a customer, uh, but in other industry is is not the same like. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we while well, replacing, I I'm not. Uh, I I think we we're capable of doing that. But then, right. like, how do we get that harmony uh, between machines and and human? Um, um, but how I see it is, uh, when when we have technology advancements, there's always a certain jobs that that will be, uh, you know. Uh, the scopes will be different or, or uh, eliminated, but new jobs will, will be right. created. Right. Uh, like how do you do better prompt engineering nowadays, right? Like there's a, it's a new job. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's insurance or F&B or real estate or education. I mean, impact is across the board as far as like Gen AI is concerned, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's just going to hit everybody, but it's just to what degree, what level of impact yeah. High, low, medium, or, you know, mm. but, um, but yeah, no. So maybe tell us a little bit about your own personal journey, like your entrepreneurship. I mean, you, you were talking about back in the day when you were in Canada, yeah. you started out at, yeah. you know, very large, very notable firms and then subsequently went into entrepreneurship. So how did you kind of go through that journey and what has it been like for you? So. Right. So, uh, I think the, well, I, I think job experience, uh, definitely helped. Uh, I think especially my last job was uh, at SAP. 
I think that was uh, when I got my first um, angel support to start uh, was back in Hong Kong. Like they were like, oh, hey, um, like we, we actually want to build a business uh, solution uh, startup uh, just to do custom, uh, for example, ELPs, accounting right. software sure. to a lot of uh, these uh, clients yep. uh, who who don't want to pay for um, the, the hefty fees of SAP, right? Uh, and um, so, and then I thought, hey, that's interesting. Uh, uh, I always wanted to, um, you know, you know, get my feet wet and see like what really it's about a startup and and um, so that's uh, how I, I started my uh, journey uh, right. and, and that was a startup in of itself that was like yeah. creating SME ERP systems yeah yeah wow. so that's it, like okay it was tough it was yeah. I, I, you know like not uh, diving in not knowing what you are getting uh, getting out of it sure. is actually it's both exciting and challenging, but uh, so it uh, turns out we, we did, we've we done that for uh, two years uh, and uh, well, I don't think we, we, we broke even, uh, but at the same time, we all, we saw the challenge uh, just that that's, uh, you know, coming, uh, you know, we're not just competing with SAP because there's like thousands of uh, the, such uh, uh, business solutions available. Right. Uh, uh, so uh, we ended up uh, just uh, dissolving it, um, and uh, soon after, I, I had a, a friend from uh, back in the days in, in Canada. Uh, he, he was from Malaysia, and uh, he was like, "Hey, have you ever been to Southeast Asia or Malaysia?" Like, oh, I've never. So it's quite uh, yeah, because you know I, I didn't travel much, but. Uh, so I went there, I, I liked it, and, and then he was like, yeah, you know, like, well, uh, the whole ASEAN is not like a huge market, but but when it's fragmented, but if you can get something out from this place, uh, it, it's still something, right? So sure. I'm like, okay, so I just took my uh, luggage, and uh, and then a, I just went there for uh, another uh, three and a half years. So you were in Malaysia for three and a half years. Yeah, I just wow. went. So you just picked up. Yeah, like you quit your job and then you just packed up your bags and then moved to Malaysia. Yeah, wow, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, uh, and I love. I loved it. It's uh, such a lovely country. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, that takes a lot of uh, courage. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I thought. I thought. Hey, since I, I'm out, already out of my comfort zone, I think. Like right. you know, it, it, the. I mean, it's interesting. So, so I think it's more like uh, it's not a, just about the the business. Sometimes when I when I thought about it, hey, you know, I was still young, and you know, do I want to experience a little bit more uh, personally, like like you know, life experience, right. living in another country, like you know, embracing the culture, and, right. and it was fun. Like you know, like I ended up. Uh, you know, uh, uh, loving the food because I couldn't eat uh, spicy food back in Could the day. Back in the day, but, and, you know, and after like... the few years of training, <laughs> you know, I was, yeah. I was, I was quite okay. And, yeah. yeah, and and uh, yeah, and then like you see a lot more. I I think um, uh, being uh, you know in in Hong Kong and Canada for a long time, uh, you you see different um, opportunities. Yep. in Southeast Asia. I, I right. think, it, you know, they're up and coming, like, you know, Indonesia is getting, mm. you know, 
getting uh, getting out there. Thailand has been uh, doing very well. Uh, you know, Singapore, you know, like it doesn't, uh, we don't even have to mention, but uh, right. there, there's definitely uh, something uh, I see uh, like firsthand, like being in there for, for a long time. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that uh, all those emerging markets are just like growing at a, at a very uh, large clip these days, especially post COVID, right? So yeah. they, they've done pretty well in terms of the turnaround post COVID. And in some ways, they have a little bit of a head start because they weren't in lockdown as long as we were, kind of thing. Mm, mm, mm. But yeah, no, absolutely. And then, so then after that, then you kind of returned to Hong Kong yeah. and then uh, set up pantheon or or was that before or did you have like another adventure uh no i yeah so after that i was kind of like i guess the engineering uh side of me you know has been uh calling me about hey you know like we, we um the last startup uh we had was uh was was good we, we at the end we uh got a little exit um, but it was it was a very good business model. Uh, we we started early. We we captured the market early, so we we uh, we got exit a little bit early. Okay. Um, but um, so the, so for Pantheon Lab, I I had a very you know uh, ambitious vision. It's like I really want to go deep into technology. Uh, and back in the days, like you know, like the whole generative AI was super challenging. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, things that we have to build ourselves to, um, and I see that as as my challenge, as a, as the next challenge. Uh, and and how do we come up with you know technically technically sound is one thing, but as a business, how do you make it? How do you make money? Right, it's, right. So, absolutely. so it's not a science project, right? I mean, it's like yeah, you yeah. actually have to. Yeah. You know, it's not a pure play R&D yeah. lab. It's how do yeah. you commercialize, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So when I met my angel, uh, like who actually had a huge pain point uh, to solve. Uh, and we're like, oh, so could we use, you know, in, in eventually text to human or text to uh, video, text to image, all these uh, uh tools to help the industry and the answer is definitely yes right so so uh yeah those that's how it all got started yeah. wow that's yeah, cool yeah. so what was the i mean what was the trigger event or what was the you know the moment that you said you know what i need to do this pantheon lab opportunity or even in the previous go around is like what were the trigger events for your entrepreneurship you know was it like hey you know i'm I'm tired of this corporate job, you know, I don't want to, or was it more of like oh, the opportunity or the yeah. market or the technology? Like what was the sort of like the activation of you going into this path? Yeah, I, I think, um, it, for me, it was always the curiosity, like of, mm -hmm. uh, what we can do, uh, or, uh, that, I mean, I, I think a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, crazy ideas in my head <laughs> right, uh, right. so I, I remember you know when i was working i, I was like hmm do i do i want to execute like one of these ideas uh or do i just do um what i'm doing uh, right. and uh well i think being in a big cop um it's not too there's it's not too 
fun, I, I would say. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like, it, like it's so for startup, it, it's still good because you, you could be wearing multiple hats, even our teammates, like, you know, sometimes they help out in, in this area and then they help out in other area. But in big cops, it, it's just, uh, it's very routine. Like, right. you're focusing on one UI, that button for three years and and you know that's uh, that you, you, you kind of that owner <laughs> right. for for that uh, right and so i'm like do i want to do i want to do that for the next five years because you know uh, so so that's how i i just kind of resigned and right. and uh yeah and, and go the go with my own venture yeah. right yeah. and so like let's say let's say you never met your angel would you still have done the pantheon lab concept because maybe you didn't feel the direct pain points or maybe you i mean was it was it meeting it's almost like you have to interact with people to discover these type mm -hmm. of opportunities right or, yeah uh interesting question i i would say i would say yes still uh because when i was thinking that whole uh, concept of using AI to generate uh, videos um, and humans, especially, I was like, yeah, like this is, this will be the future. Uh, I think but that was when it was 2018, actually. Wow. I think that was, right. that's the future. That's something I want to focus, dive deep into. But like you said, I, I couldn't, I couldn't find a, a pain point. Like, yeah. I mean, as, a, as an engineer uh, myself, uh, you know, like, like, where can I apply this? I was thinking, oh, Hollywood, like, would, would love this, but, you know, but like, how do I get from here to, and in Malaysia to, to Hollywood? And, right. and, and, you know, like, <laughs> there, there's nothing right. I could uh, present, right? So there's a huge um, uh, mismatch uh, right. back in the days. But, uh, but if you ask me right now, I, I would, I would still want to pursue it, but it, it's just uh, having the, the angel, uh, having that angel check uh, yeah. is, is definitely <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, that confidence right. is, is there. Yeah. Right, because they basically de-risk the concept because they're like, all right, here, go mm -hmm. and execute this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In some yeah. ways, it's like, all right, I, I support yeah. your dream. And then there's that this validations, right? right? Uh, like, like he is in the industry. Like mm -hmm. he, he could, they could, he could, he could, he could resonate what, what I had in mind. Uh, it's just that, it's just a few years ahead, but right. you know it is. Uh, so so uh, we were very lucky that um, the 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 world has been uh, going uh, to the way that we were thinking four years ago. Yeah. yeah. What was your first deal that you landed, Pantheon? Can you tell us a little bit about that and you know what what were the challenges inside mm. of it and ultimately mm. how did you win that account and you know. How did you execute and so Right, on? right. Yeah. So I think the first deal we land was with, um, uh, there was one uh, telco. Uh, well, sorry, I think it was a uh, well, one of the phone brands. Uh, sure. Well, in, in, Cell phone brands are, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in you China. don't have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, so we were, you know, like, I, I think we were too, I had at the time uh, when we kept on promoting uh, these uh, generative AI when it was not the right time. Right. Uh, until um, I think a year and a half ago, a year and a half around there, um, we, we've planned our first 
real client. Mm. Uh, so, so we have been in our R&D or surviving mode for the past three years wow. and until, right. until uh, this client came to us and say, hey, uh, we, we wanted to build uh, several uh, virtual uh, ambassador of our own okay. because they do see that um, uh, the PR risk to their brand is quite high. Okay. Uh, so they wouldn't want uh, some influencers or KOL uh, to uh, like they want to kind of maintain the the PR uh, risk. So they were like, oh, why don't we build our own uh, ambassadors um, sure. and then we can promote them. Right. So uh, so that that's our first client, uh, and uh, it was a pretty good success. Right. I, I would say. Because uh, they they spent the marketing dollar to promote all those ambassadors for, for um for a long time, um and it was, um but I I think both us and the the client was a a little bit ahead of the time as well like oh is that right okay uh, it was because it was a a last uh, summer uh when no oh, one was right, still right. talking about this and yeah. so so i think that that hype uh, was a little bit oh that's interesting but you know but there was no mm. um you know what was after uh but it, it kind of gave us the um uh again like that confidence that oh hey you know what that like we somebody actually needed this uh, right and then um and then after that uh, we 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 we, uh, we landed another client in Singapore uh, right. doing um, their own uh, digital MC for the events. Um, wow! So we we helped that as well. Very cool. And then, yeah. And that was like three D images, or it was like on screen, or on screen. So right. basically, she was in one screen, and then then other screen. <laughs> like so, you know, and see. then there were real MCs. Um, uh, you know. You know, basically uh, interacting. Right. Uh, it was it was actually interesting. We we got invited to to zoom in to see that uh, um, uh, event. It, right. it was interesting. Yeah, very cool. I mean, that's a very interesting use cases. And then, you know, what was it like for you to land that client? That first client has got to be like massive, right? I mean, for the team, it's like just validation for you guys, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, so a uh, very uh, again, very fortunate um, about the uh, our, our our clientele all came uh, inbound. Like they, like we didn't we didn't spend anything on marketing ourselves, uh, but you know people just came to us and and hey you know you guys sound like we've we've heard that somewhere that you guys are doing digital human. Right. So uh, here's uh, some of our scopes uh, can you do it like that that kind of kind of here's the specification this is our requirements yeah, yeah. deploy right it's yeah like, yeah i think i think being in hong, hong kong is uh is actually um uh, quite an advantage because there's not a lot of us out there uh, right. doing the tech yes um, yeah if, and so when they when they're in hong kong they they look for solutions i think we we would just pop up in, in google search sure. or somewhere yeah and so what are the challenges of, you know, from that client interaction and trying to build a virtual human, what are the challenges in doing and meeting the spec and, mm. and actually developing it? Is it, um, yeah, I mean, what, what sort of things did you run into in terms of that project? Yeah, I think uh, what was challenging was that uh, do, we, do we build that, um, 
you know, like beauty is subjective, and that's, right. that's I think is one of the uh, challenge, uh, one of the challenges uh, that uh, we've learned the hard way. Like it, it's, uh, it could take a long time for for the management team of uh, of the clients sure. to say to have a, a unanimous agreement on mm. which one to go for. Right. Um, uh, that. Uh, and then later that we've learned, you know, like could we help uh, channel the the uh, acceptance uh, for for the clients? I hey, you know, she looks pretty or he looks handsome. Like, <laughs> really? like let's give it a try. And right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, like you know, when we we're talking about AI, and you know, like, at the end of the day, it still takes a lot of human work mm. uh, uh, to, to roll out a case. Um, how do you, I mean, you, you basically have different personas or mm -hmm. how do you actually deliver this type of optionality to the client? Like, are you drawing from different? Yeah, so um, most of the time, uh, our clients had uh, a, a scope, I would say, like a persona that they wanted to build, uh, you know, from in terms of the, uh, you know, the looks, the, uh, I, sometimes they might just need to, you know, oh, oh this is the uniform and the, and the dress code right. uh, for our brand. You, you have to follow. So, so okay. it's as easy as that right. uh, it could be. Yeah, yeah. But then you can basically choose what ethnicity, what look, what yeah. hair color, everything. Exactly. Right, exactly. right, right. right. Yeah. So you have like, you know, either like complete freedom or you have like, hey, here's a short list of, you know, five yeah. and, yeah. you know, the board has to decide. Yeah. And, and that freedom <laughs> is, is tough. Yeah. To it, get this freedom is yeah. very difficult, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. to get them to agree on, uh, you know, because they just have, maybe they, they don't have an idea uh, and mm. it, it could spin for, right. you know, uh, weeks and yes. uh, just to get that. Yeah. But is there any way to um, to kind of sh make a short list of that based on market data to say, you yeah. know what, the yeah. market actually yeah. prefers this type of profile? Yeah. Or... So, yeah, that's something uh, we uh, we did as well. And it, it, it works well. It okay. works well. So, right. like, there's a, it, it convinces the, the clients that, oh, yeah, like, I mean, these are the popular statistics you see. Right. Uh, uh, your your models should look like that, and right. yeah, it, see, it definitely helps. Yeah, because you can probably find like whether influencers or spokespersons, yeah. and then put them into the model and then pump out a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a new yeah. uh, virtual human, right? Exactly. So looking very cool. Yeah. And then so yeah, I mean, I think um, when we kind of look at this, I mean, what are the what are the challenges, or what are the potential risks, or what are the ethical considerations inside of like mm. virtual humans? You mm. know. You see a lot of different uh, potential bad actors like leveraging this type of technology yeah. for different purposes. Like, what's your view inside of this space? Do we need to be more regulated? Do you mm. think what what are the those type of concerns inside of it? Yeah, we um, uh, I think regulation is uh, definitely needed, uh, but we do see the localizations of the regulations because it doesn't you know it doesn't fit all right. Like mm -hmm. so. Uh, it's great to see that, you know, like certain region has a different um, approach according to the regulations. Um, but right right now, uh, how we, you know, like there's a lot, of course, uh, what we're doing right now is, uh, is very controversial, like, you know, cloning voices, right. cloning faces, and 
uh, you know, like all these uh, deep fakes and stuff. It, it has been um, like we we got we got um, asked uh, about these ones a lot, um, but how we actually see it is, you know, um, yeah, we, we we just put the example of of a gun, right? Like you know, like we we don't care. Uh, well, it's not like we don't care. Uh, we, I mean, we 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 have a focus on how we could use the te same technology mm. in in uh, in a good cause right uh, and you know try try to uh, fill the gap uh, of uh, human shortage talent shortage uh, and how do we assist better uh, with uh, with the society um, I mean like uh, for the for the bad apples um, like I, I think there's there's no control of how we could uh, say hey um, like even if we're not in the game of um, of gen AI or, or for digital human like somebody will do it and uh, how do you uh, I guess as a, as a company I think this is very important too to uh, uh, to make sure we, we're steering it to the to the right uh, uh, way uh, going forward um, so I mean, uh, out there, uh, we will just leave it to the regulations how we could, uh, how they could stop um, all these the, uh, misuse of the technology. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this is, uh, you know, part and parcel of the participants as well as the governments to kind of look at this space and then define what the, you know, kind of like the guardrails behind yeah. it. Because I think we were talking about it earlier. It's like you know when. Uh, ChatGPT first came out, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. people were asking it very random questions, maybe yeah. arguably like very yeah. controversial, like, you know, how do I make a bomb? And all of a sudden it actually delivered the, the response, right? Yeah. And yeah. then suddenly yeah. it's like, hey, you know, we got an issue here. We got to, yeah. we got to put some sort yeah. of, uh, put these things inside of a box. Right? Exactly. So. I think, I think for, for uh, the industry players like uh, us, uh, we, we could actually uh, help uh, stopping these uh, from happening. For for example, uh, like we we have one uh, uh, SaaS platform too to do the text to human videos, okay. um, uh, video maker like Canvas. Um, um, but we see a lot of our competitors are not controlling uh, what they can upload. Uh, for example, I could upload the celebrities uh, right. to to the platform yeah. and clone the voices and, and you know, uh, well, I, I'm sure like Elon Musk, uh, Taylor Swift, you have seen right. all these examples uh, online. Uh, for our SaaS, uh, although we know that it will make a lot of money yeah. uh, by people just doing that, but we, we don't allow that to happen. Right. So it's a way to help uh, regulate uh, in that sense. I mean, uh, there are companies uh, like ours uh, that will uh, require you to upload, uh, you know, the proof of uh, your uh, identity, right? So if you upload Elon Musk, can you upload your uh, your your picture ID, uh, right, right. so that we could clone you? Interesting. Um, so these are the little, little stuff that um, uh, the industry could help. Right. Um, yeah. So it's almost like uh, know your client or KYC yes. process. Yes for your identity yeah. to, to, you know, use the tool in exactly. that type of way, right? I yeah. mean, that's interesting. I didn't, yeah. uh, didn't know that people were doing that. But so it's almost like a self-policing yes. type 
activity that you guys are doing or yeah yeah, yeah. right right that but, makes a lot of sense. yeah like like i said like i mean it, it's up to like these parts the industry could do but the but can the regulators you know slam this you know it's a must to upload your uh, photo id in right. order to proceed with cloning right that's uh, not up to us uh, sure sure yeah. yeah you can put the you can put a you know a door on the house, but then overarching in the neighborhood, you can't make everybody exactly. put a door in the house. Exactly. Right? exactly. So it's like yeah. you want to keep your door open, it's fine. It doesn't matter to me, but you yeah. know that's not my responsibility. It's not my jurisdiction, right? Yeah. So um, so yeah, I so where do you see, I guess this whole space moving? I mean, in the next three to five years, I mean, it's going super fast, right? So it is. It is. Um, you know, what are sort of like the you know top three, top five trends that you will see, like? going forward where do you see sort of applications and you know where does technology yeah. take us i think in, in gen ai uh definitely uh i, I would say text to video is gonna be the uh, the one of the biggest hit uh or uh for next year uh a lot of companies or the will will be chasing for the quality improvements performance uh on that one and and then uh i think more human and machine interactions uh like the ease of it would be something that I, so basically like automated uh driving yeah, or autonomous yeah. driving things yeah, like that like these like how do we make the the ai or machine smarter uh, mm. in in just not just uh happening on website or uh, apps but the iot right, right. Uh, how do we deploy gen ai into uh, other gadgets um, to make it better. I think that's something I I could see. Uh, and of course, the the next year, I think regulations uh, oddly would be sure. would be one of the uh, biggest topic uh, for next year. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. You think there's? I mean, you hear all these different scenarios, like uh, you know whether it's conspiracy theory, you believe it or not, is like, is it gonna? take over the world are we going to see like a terminator type scenario or yeah you know? yeah well i don't think i don't think so uh at least from what we could see i mean there's always this um uh i was fail fail safe um that we could do to me to, to me right it's not like you could you could let it uh run uh without any uh, supervised um, uh, instructions, I, I would say. Um, yeah. So taking over the world, I don't know. I, I don't see you it don't see really happening. Happen. Yeah. Like maybe people were, you know, deeply um, uh, influenced by the movies. I think. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the whole thing about media. Yeah, is the yeah, influence. I think for uh, on the technology side, uh, I think I think the big guys will will figure it out. Yeah, I think yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And then like who will? I mean, you, you've seen all of this play out inside of like the whole Microsoft and you know uh, and Google and everybody's trying to up one uh, e each mm. other, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, who are the will only these type of big tech players? be the ones that are going to win and just corner this market? Or like, what's your view in terms of co competition inside of this area? Right, I, I think it will become uh, more on alliances in the future. Like, I think there will be at one point that, you know, this 
large language models will be no different than other companies. Right. Uh, like now that people are playing, you know, oh yeah, up one and and people are catching up. But what what if everybody is so good already? Like it's the same level. Like there's no more breakthroughs. Uh, right. In 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 the. Do you in, think we're gonna hit that ceiling? Like there's there's always uh, like sure. that. So it, it, before another few you know few years yep. of breakthrough, like I think. We will plateau somewhere, mm. um, and when that happens, it, it's all about yes, that infrastructure is ready. Like, so how do you build the applications on top? It, it's something that uh, for it, 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 I think for for those big guys, um, they, I think they're all chasing for that plateau right now. Right. And uh, but at the same time, uh, for us startup is is how to. You know, we have to make sure how we couldn't, uh, well, how we wouldn't be obsolete <laughs> of building mm. uh, what what we are building uh, because these guys just have so uh, you know so much technology, well, so much resources, so uh, much technology, yeah. so much capital, so many yeah. resources. Yeah, I mean, it's just massive, right? So yeah. it's kind of. Um, you know, like let's say super centers versus like the mom and pop shop on the mm, side, yeah. right? And it's like, how do you survive inside of that scenario? Because yeah. you know, innovation ultimately is uh, from different individuals, and then yeah. hopefully, you know, you're able to kind of grow outside of that. So, um, what sort of? Uh, I mean, kind of like the final question, I guess, is is like looking at your entrepreneurial journey. Like, what sort of key learnings have you had? And you know. What can you share yes. with you know other folks that are founders that have gone through this journey, and you know have experienced or maybe not experienced? But what are sort of key learnings from you uh, that you can share? Yeah, I would say uh, being uh, persistent or even stubborn sometimes okay. uh, to uh, what you believed in uh, in the very beginning, but uh, that doesn't mean that you you can't. You, I mean, at the same time, you kind of have to be agile. Like you have to, especially in the whole uh, Gen AI era, I, I think uh, like you just have to keep watching what what uh, what are you working on? Are, are they gonna be replaced uh, soon? If so, then like you just have to pivot uh, somewhere. Um, but uh, eventually, uh, you don't you don't want to pivot and uh, just you know like random randomly pivot, right? But like think about. Uh, the very first uh, goal you wanted to achieve uh, and how do you still um, go back to where you want it to be. Uh, right. uh, so Why it, you started the journey in the first place kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, it's not a straight line, right? It's always right. about connecting the dots. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cool. Thank you so much, Ivan, for coming in. It's uh, fantastic. It's yeah. a great success story that you guys have made and you know, continued success going forward. Thank you so much. Yeah. I yeah, <laughs> really you. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you.